Let's see if we can get her going. We're connected. Here comes some music. We'll get this thing going on Halloweeny. change that old world here we go we'll get the monday show going on i hope everybody's all right got a nice group of folks on the board here this morning it is halloween the devil's night devil's day whatever you want to call it never never been one of my favorite days but uh, so be it um that is what it is today and of course that's got all kinds of significance whatnot here we go on the the monday show roger sales with you of course radio ranch and we do stream on the Eurofolk Radio Network, where some of you are listening this morning, and also on Paul's Global Voice Radio. Global Voice Radio, isn't that right, Paul? Uh, yep. There you Global go. Global Voice Radio. Yeah, Global Voice Radio, streaming over there. It's got us hooked up with a bunch of platforms. Uh, and it is the 31st of October, Halloween, as aforementioned. Paul, do you have a, are, uh, you have a stream on Twitter? Can you stream on Twitter? Yeah. Okay. Well, you got an account over there? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, the the Radio Ranch program is only on radio.globalvoiceradio.net, but other programs that I do are on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Rumble, DLive, Odyssey, Tiger Network, and uh, there's a new one that I just added that I cannot remember what it is. Wow, I can understand why with a list like that. Um, it's, it's, the Twitter situation is going to be kind of interesting. See how that evolves. That's just why I was thinking about it. Uh, let's see. How do you start here on Mondays? First of all, the shows yesterday are pretty good. Uh, Thumper. Thumper's just out in left field. Um, <laughs> Thumper, Thumper's a star, you know. And uh, so, anyway, I just kind of deal with it. Um, and uh, the show on RBN was all right last night. Good to have John and Kathy on taking up some of that. Uh, let's see. So, those were all right. What else did I want to mention this morning? It's Halloween. Um, there's, there's so much going on. The thing with Thumper yesterday was interesting though, especially after, uh, because what he wanted to cover, you know, last week it was the Anna Von Wright's, somebody's come in and backed our debt with gold, which is, I, I can't even, I can't even approach the level of absurdity of that. She spent a three hour Zoom call on, with no references on the fact that some mystery man, probably her buddy, the Pope, has uh, moved in and backed all of the debt. Uh, it's I don't know if there's that. Of course, it depends on what the price is. But, uh, of course, that's absurd stuff. Oh, by the way, uh, um, uh, Samuel and I came up with, uh, he was emailing me yesterday, and we were exchanging a couple emails. We might start referring that as to Anna's, Anna's straight jacket. <laughs> That way you get both. <laughs> that way you get both of them. <laughs> um, the uh, Paul Pelosi thing, which I kind of blew off, you know. Um, I don't. I've just a personal for me. I don't go chase their their false flags and spend all that time with all that stuff. But uh, this one is kind of interesting because it 
came off as a false flag and there was a lot of information that came out that i accessed yesterday afternoon that wasn't available when we were on the program um the story on this is i don't think it was a false flag i think it was a screw-up and they got caught uh because evidently the latest story has been that you know when the cops were called the neighbor called the cops it wasn't the pelosi household that called the cops it was a neighbor and supposedly the glass on the window was broken outside instead of inside like somebody had broken in the glass had fallen on the inside and uh of course it was a stage from the inside hitting it out so the glass falls outside these are the way that stupid people handle things and uh, then supposedly there was a third man that let the cops in. Uh, the San Francisco Police Department isn't dribbling out a lot of these facts. Uh, but uh, supposedly there was a third guy that let the cops in. When the cops got to the bedroom, they found this uh, guy that makes hemp jewelry that lives somewhere there in San Francisco in a, in a faggot nudist colony, you know, with Black Lives Matter and gay pride flags flying and this is the guy that was in the bedroom wrestling when the cops came into the bedroom they were wrestling over a hammer and uh, both in their underwear (laughs) so uh so uh you know it looks like uh that nancy pelosi has a lot of reason to back the gay agenda because her husband appears to be one of them (laughs) so Anyway, all that's coming out. We'll see. Uh, but uh, that is uh, that one stinks right there. I don't think it was intentional. I think it's something that blew up on it. Of course, they're trying to spin it politically that the guy was a right-wing wacko, and he's uh, uh, evidently a, a, a fudge packer that lives in a, with a whole bunch of other fudge packers out there in San Francisco somewhere. So anyway, pretty uh, – uh, Do what? I've been arrested before for – prostitution oh yeah he's a he, he's a he's a wacko i mean i had something about his ex-wife who's a russian and she's a severe lefty and all this crap man <laughs> i mean so i think that one's going to blow up in their face i don't believe it was a false flag i think it was just something that went wrong that they hadn't calculated in when he was having his tryst with his little boyfriend yeah it was just after 2 a.m after the gay bars had closed right right and then they're they're fighting over a hammer and i guess pelosi had gotten hit on the head with it in the arm or some stuff and so anyway that's going to be interesting. yeah put the hammer down well everything looks like a nail you know uh so anyway kind of interesting <laughs> kind of interesting situation there uh they were trying to use the crisis though to cover up the fact that pelosi and her team had uh staged uh filming at the Capitol. They right. think it's going to happen on right. January 6th. So. Um, and her, her man daughter and her Dutch son-in-law, who has a TV show. I guess. Uh, the the <laughs> daughter was the producer of the documentary that they filmed on January 6th, evidently. Uh, so that's all coming out. There's paper that came out. I was here in Alley Alexander right before the Jay Dyer thing from Friday I was listening to this morning. And uh, who I, I like Alley Alexander. He's a pretty sharp guy. Um, that um, they have uncovered paper where uh, Trump, he can't call the National Guard into D.C., but he did try and get uh, Bowser and Pelosi to okay it, and they, of course, nixed it. Well, that paper trail has come out. 
So uh, more and more indicting information as we lead up to a week from tomorrow, which is going to be somewhat of an event in our country, maybe even uh, uh, with the appropriate adjective, a watershed event. Very well could be. Boy. We'll see. We'll see. You know, I don't put a lot of faith because we understand the system and how it works and what this is up there. But yet having uh, people that can get in there uh, uh, with our 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 freedom point of view and and screw up the works for them is uh, uh, is pretty important. And uh, who knows? You know, who knows down the line? Anyway, it, it comes back to something that we've talked about quite a bit on here lately that becomes more of a area of interest for me and and that would be the pressing to get registered as an elector uh, and the more i think about it the more i think that's a, a a good thing to suggest people to do if they want to it's up to you but uh that may be a good way to push the fraud on this whole election thing is to get our people to go in and get re-registered and get over in the elector category uh that that could potentially make a difference right there you know a few things got to happen correctly but uh it's an interesting thought anyway and i appreciate those especially pioneered by ron hoffman here actually uh is ron's efforts is uh, uh what made me start thinking about this more so anyway that's a that's a pretty interesting approach and and something different for us Who's got somebody's got a fly a flywheel on in the background or something? That's me, sorry. Okay, okay, Mike. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, uh, those are the kind of things that were on my mind this morning. Anybody got anything they wanted to bring up? Yeah, yeah I was communicating Good with Pageant over the weekend. Oh, you were? Well, that's always a joy. I'm on her Facebook. We communicate, right? And uh, she's in uh, the uh, board of uh, supervisors in the L.A. County is trying to pass a bill on their election coming up in November so where the Board of Ed, uh, Electors, or what the hell they are, Board of Supervisors, can remove the sheriff if they don't follow their orders. Holy smokes. And I asked Pat, and I said, what does your state constitution say? And it says only the voters pretty much can remove it, not them. I said, well, you take them to task. Yeah, these people are just presumption, presumption, push, 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 see what they can get away with. Uh, that's uh, always uh, always their agenda, for sure. Well, that's interesting. Uh, you know, California's now, we mentioned it last week, passed a law. They changed one word from prenatal to postnatal, and uh, now a mother can murder her child 28 days after the birth, and the... the the astounding part of that, what they did with that bill, was if if your child dies within that 28 days, no matter what the cause of death, and they bring it into the hospital, they can't investigate the death. You, you, the mother, mother literally shoot her, her baby's brains out and take it in. They wouldn't investigate it. So what they've basically done in the overall big picture is uh, well, they legalized murder. Regiment comes. Well, yeah. they did that in 73. Well, I don't think to this extent. I mean, with Roe v. Wade, that's true. But this extent of post-birth, Roe v. Wade was pre-birth. This is post-birth. Okay. As if the baby has defense at either side. 
So uh, anyway, the wacko world that we're forced to live in these days because of these monsters that have pulled out this trick uh, in that Jay Dyer thing I was listening to this morning, he was talking about the old idea of the big lie. And that's what we deal with here is their big lie, their big lie that everybody's in one political status and they have all of this rule and control over you because you're a piece of property in the feudal system. Um, I also, I commented, I don't know if any of y'all heard it, and I don't think I've finished the interview yet with, uh, we mentioned him a couple of weeks ago, first time I'd seen this guy. I think his name is Paseo. Mark Paseo. Paseo, Mark Paseo. Well, he did another interview Saturday, and uh, I've gotten through part of it, and he's a sharp cookie. And he's got this, you know, to a, to a certain extent around the fringes. He's got the concept, but there was one really important element that he missed. He went in talking about the feudal system, and he, he the, the element that he missed is that serfs were property. Okay. And he talked about the the the, lead, the king of the of the land instead of the lord of the manor. Of course, the king of the land generally controlled the lords of the manor, and they were the nobles. But uh, he was talking about the serfs, and he did not bring in that the serfs were property. They worked on the property, but he didn't get that connection that the serfs are property, and that is the connection that everybody misses and that's the basis of their whole game here because as they have a property right in you then they can make and build the administrative state to rule you and they can use your future income because they got a property right in you collateralized and uh, use it as the basis for the financial system so that right there is the key concept is not only that it's the feudal system but in that system you as a serf the Serfs were property, had an object someone's property right. Very important little piece of the puzzle he's missing right there. If he had that piece, he would be going a lot further. So uh, we'll see. Maybe we'll reach out to the guy. You know, I don't know. He's getting so popular, he probably gets on inundated with emails and something like this comes. And they're so focused on other things that they don't pay attention to it. Hey, Mike, Bobby. yes, Good is question. that you, Mike? Hold on, there's a Mike. Yeah, I got some new. I got some new targets. Okay, Mike. what do you? What are they? Senators? It, and no, it's the judges in the buildings, specifically the city court and in downtown Birmingham, the uh, county court, county courthouse. Right. These judges like to put up uh, standing orders. You know what I'm talking about? No. Well, say the judge says you got to wear a mask in the building or this okay. or that. Right. Now I'm I'm getting the list of all the, the county judges that's in the building, and the city judges in the city building, and I'm gonna target them too. Are you gonna send them a little notice? Are you? Oh yes. Where uh, a dear dear judicial participant, something like that. You are gonna die. We're finally aware of your scam. We got the scam, and we got you. Okay. Quick question. <laughs> okay, quick question. What? Where? Where would I go to listen to this program live? Uh, what's in the, What's the website? Well, the website is eurofolkradio.com. Are you on an Apple? Okay. Are you? No, on? this is Dan. I'm on. I'm on the cell phone, but I've got a, a friend that I got reunited with over the weekend that is a history buff and i started telling him about some of this stuff and he got all excited and he wants to try and uh get an earbud and listen to it while he's 
uh, working. He's a full-time mechanic. Yeah. And uh, he wants he wants to start listening to all this. I told him about the interviews on the Matrix Doc website, and right. and uh, we're going to have a new member here. Okay, good. We'll turn him on to so, some of those <laughs> overview. You know, the Tom Deere, Deanna Spangola. I think those are probably two of the best for newer people to listen to because they get the whole concept. You know, they get exposed to it anyway. Uh, at one setting. Well, so, one his, good. One, one of his big interests is in Civil War things, and I started explaining oh. the 13th and 14th Amendment. Probably. And his eyes lit up. He says, I want, I, I, that's the kind of stuff I really like to get into. And I said, well, you look like a person of interest to me. Yeah, right. Well, so, I, I tell you, for people that have always had been nagged with that, folks in the South have, you know, we've been confronted with that our whole lives, you know. And uh, so to have an answer finally uh, that's definitive where you can go back and absolutely point, boom, 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 and prove, and I think it does beyond a shadow of a doubt that that war was started to get these amendments in the Constitution. I don't believe there's any other conclusion once you really look at it logically with the facts of what they've done and what it was meant to accomplish and how what they accomplished with that works so so well for them a hundred and however many years later. You know, I, I, I just want to add, I don't know how this will affect anyone. Uh, you know how last week, the one day I was saying, oh, it's not on Eurofolk. Well, it's on a separate player. Radio Ranch is on a separate player on Eurofolk. So. Okay, yeah, they got some kind of, that little pop-up has gotten weird. Uh, hey, I just put the uh, URL to Eurofolk radio stream in the chat. So if anybody's got iTunes or iPod or iPod Touch or iPhone in the uh, in their uh, streaming system, you can just punch that in there and take straight to the stream. I don't know what's going on. I keep getting messages occasionally, not overwhelmingly. One of them is from a guy named Jeff in Colorado that he can't. He's got all. He's all appled out, and he can't uh, reach the show. You know, and uh, so anyway, I've forwarded his messages on to Paul. I believe this problem comes from the server change we did six eight weeks ago, however long it was. And probably just some address that's in there that might have changed. I don't know. It's above my pay grade, but well, I just checked the Eurostream on my program I use, and it's and I got it fine. Okay, and you're using an Apple mic? No, sir. I'm using Android, but I have a program called XCLI that lets me stream any program on the net that I can find the address. Yeah, I just checked it. Okay, it's fine. Well, and I, I suggest yes. I'll send that connection to you. It's a little different. It's stream.eurofolkradio.com, 8,000 MP3. So I'll send it to you. All right. For any That's of those. the one I just put in the chat. Okay. Right. So anyway, so we, I, I told this guy. Go ahead. When you guys get it all figured out about uh, the simplest way for somebody to be able to tune in using their phone that hasn't done so before, let me know or let us all well, know. Well, you can either tell you can do uh, two things. You can tap into the stream they just mentioned, or you can have them load Jitsi Meet and join us live here. And that bypasses Apple totally. And that's what I suggested to this guy, Jeff. And he was going to uh, stick it on his iPad and, and, and uh, try and get it that way, which there shouldn't be any problem that way, to my knowledge. But we'll see Damn, all, all these little snafus, and it all comes. Unfortunately, everything worked pretty smooth before that server went down, and now we're dealing with the after effects. Paul, what were you going to say? Uh, he can go to radio.global, 
voiceradio.net. And he'll automatically go right to the list of programs and the live show. And after the live show is over, uh, it'll automatically go to the most recent archive. Okay. He can listen all day long if he wants. Okay. And Paul, Dan, does it does it have no name on it still? Or um, yeah, it still for? says no name. No name. Please say it again, Paul. Radio. Radio what? Dot. Global Voice Radio. Dot. Net. Yeah. Radio. Dot. Radio. Dot. Global. Radio. Radio. Dot. Global Voice Radio. Dot. Net. Uh, it doesn't it. matter what what client he has. He can have Android, a computer. He can have iPhone, iPad. Doesn't matter. It'll work. Okay, there you go. Now there's. It's Spreaker, right? Yep. Three W's. No, no W's. Just, just, just what you said. That's it. Yep. Yep. Radio dot global voice radio dot net. Yeah, that'll tap him in. Okay, you're welcome. So, anyway, it's in the chat. Okay, I hear. Somebody put the. Go ahead, Wahib. Can somebody put the Department of State where I send a thing to Blinken in the chat? The, the address is on Matrix Docs. It's on the how to file a national affidavit. All the address and everything's in there, Wahib, on the website. Okay, I'll look for it. All right. Yes, yeah, this the document's called How to File a National Affidavit with, and in there with or without a passport application, and the address to the State Department's in there. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Now that yes, Smirka. Good morning. Morning. Um, Good morning. You were talking about Anavan rights earlier. Well, I, I was trying uh, not to, but sometimes I can't help. Right. It. You asked um, that you never heard what kind of judge she was. Yeah. Or um, I, on that video that I told you I was listening to, um, that affidavit 101 um, page, they were um, learning and following David Strait and Anna Von Wrights. And on the video, they mentioned that she was a judge in the, cir- uh, the circuit in Alaska. Okay. Well, why'd she drop judge from her title? Maybe because she's not a judge anymore. But I didn't finish listening to it because they were talking about them too. So I okay. Just well, uh, all right. Well, we'll see. I, um, In a Von Strait jacket. Yeah. Right. Thank you. <laughs> there's there's Samuel. <laughs> Anna's straight jacket. There you go. You know, I'm really wondering Anna if Von Wrights is her. Um, her actual name who probably knows? isn't who knows and, and it just seemed right singer or rat singer it's just that was a, a little cardinal. too close yeah that was a he was a he was a, he was a he was the head of the council on foreign relations for for a pretty good while well that, that would explain it now get that get that connection a a bishop in charge of the council on foreign relations folks that's got to tell you something the second in command was one of his men too so the top two people that were running the cfr were uh agents of the vatican does that tell you something so uh anyway uh there were several yeah. other people there there's somebody right there yes it's samuel um I did some information um, searches on her 
Bon writes, some time ago, in one search, this person supposedly did an extensive search on her so-called judge title and could find nothing on her that was valid right? other than self-proclaimed. Right. And on Mark, Mark Passio, um, he, you're not going to like where the source is coming from, Roger, but just be open-minded here for a second. It came from Clint Richardson. Clint Richardson hung out with Mark Passio because I think several years ago they both went to the Red Pill Expo because they were both speakers. No, Free Your Mind Conference in Philly. Free Your Mind. Okay. Anyways, they went together, so they had some time they spent together, and Clint Richardson said he is a wolf in sheep's clothing. He's still a Satanist. Another, uh, he, he says his last name, Passio, means pig shit. And he, he does that for a reason. Well, it means feed the pigs, I think. Anyways, that's what I know about Passio, so I would, I would be careful about him. Oh, I'm not. I'm not anything. I just saw him for the first couple of times, and he's got an interesting okay. talk. And uh, I, I don't know how. His website is what on earth is happening, right? Yep. I'm not sure how much of uh, what Bill Richardson says, I Clint Richardson, whatever his name is, I'd take with a grain of salt. So, Well, here's what happened. Clint went there. He was invited to stay at his house. He gave him a place on the floor. But he has all his uh, satanic ritual stuff around. You can't come out of Satanism and not go to Jesus. Sorry. Yeah. how it is. And he doesn't go to Jesus. Okay. He's, you think it's any mistake that he's on there right near Halloween? <laughs> I but I took I I really appreciate it. I took his uh, you know listened to his nine hour seminar and took notes on natural law. It was very interesting. Well, I mean he's he's got something and going I for hear him. All the other stuff when he's not and he's just cursing up a storm and he has a group called the Founders where they play dark punk rock and that's what attracted Levey because see Passio didn't really have a father raising mom. I don't think that's his real name, but anyway he uh, came to Levey's Levy. Howard Stanton Levy, his attention because of his music, and that's what they used him for. He likes to play down his part in it, but music is powerful, and it's all this dark stuff. And he still does it. Okay, thank you, Burr. I know you were holding out. I don't know. Thank I've you seen him for releasing me. I've seen him interviewed twice. I, you know, the surface stuff that he talks about getting back to natural law and some of his insights were quite interesting and. Uh, uh, you know, it sounds like he's at least on some kind of a right track. I hope it's not a deception, but these days you just don't know. You know, I think he's he knows some of your work, but he maybe doesn't know well, or he's being very selective for some reason. Well, he certainly in his, he did. He, 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 in his chat room, when I got wise to him, I would put you know like I do for HBO. I'd put Hebrew Box Office or Showtime with Showtime, and they banned me. So they're Jew worshippers. Hey, Roger. Hey, Ken. You were trying to get in a minute ago. How you doing today? Oh, pretty good. Um, October 31st. Yes, sir. 1517. The day Martin Luther nailed the 95 Theses to the church door. Was it? Better way to remember the day. Was it? Absolutely. I I wonder if Halloween was a thing back then. Um, not known by Halloween, but yeah, the whole, the whole Halloween, Christmas, all that is all tied together under the same type of, 
we'll call it religion. Yep. I got to quit doing, uh, I listened to myself the other day and every other word was, uh, it's okay. It was a champagne festival. Yes. Can, can, oh, Mike, did you just say what it was known for? Halloween? Well, in 1517. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Two or three people are trying to talk. Mike, what were you, what what are you answering Merca's question? What was his known as? It was the Druid Samhain Festival is where it came from. The what? Can you pronounce that without overmodulating again? The Druids? You know, the Druids. Oh, the Druids. Right. Samhain is the pronunciation. And it doesn't sound like you spell it. Okay. Samhain. Okay. Sam it's a witch's Sabbath. It's astrological too. Okay. All righty. So didn't it have? Did uh, wasn't it had to do something with Guy Fox Day in in England? Or am I getting that's, those mixed that's up? That's the fifth of November, which we'll, we'll remember for another reason too this year. That's when John Ken started Daniel explaining. Ken started will, explaining something um, that it was. Ken, we'll get back to you in a minute. Here we got these conversations going on. Marco, what did you say? Oh, Ken was saying that it started in the 1500s. Okay. Um, so uh, he was explaining something about it, too. Okay, we're about so to get... 1517 was the year that Martin Luther, who started, who is credited for starting the Protestant Reformation, even though he wasn't the first, um, but it, that's the date that he took his 95 theses and nailed them on the Wittenberg uh, church uh, door. wood door. And then the students, is my understanding, that's right around the time the the Gutenberg Press was also coming into vogue, and his students were the one that yanked that down and went and got it printed and circulated around Europe and and, and started all a lot of that. Isn't that right? Ken? That's the funny part about it. It started out as a college prank. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's kind of how it was with Ron Paul and the Fed Reserve, right? It was the college students that said, "Audit the Fed or stop the Fed." I've whatever. never, I've never heard that how he got into that, but it certainly has been a mantra for his career. Yeah, it was the college students. Really? Well, I know that you know. I remember hearing, and I actually had a chance to meet. Who was the? Oh, the guy from Arizona that was the uh, cop, retired cop. That uh, what was his name, guys? Um, nobody remembers. He used Jack to, McLamb. Jack McLamb. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, that's how he started. You know, Jack McLamb was an officer there and a highly decorated one in the Phoenix area, I believe. And he started a program nationally called Officer Friendly. Uh, which was, Vampire Killer Two Thousand. Right there, you go. Uh, and and, and uh. uh the thing he started there, officer friendly, was meant to interface with the children, younger people, and build up their confidence in police. And he was out doing a speaking tour, and somebody in the audience asked him about, "Why aren't you following the Constitution?" That's when he turned. So it's interesting how one little incident can change somebody's life totally. In this, just like many of you running across this information here, so interesting how the thing works and unfolds. Isn't it? Um, I guess the one of the biggest caveats I see ahead of us is this uh, running out of diesel. What, November 15th? Somewhere around there? 
Who's, uh, who's got the musical interlude going in the background there? Thank you. Um, okay. A nice, nice. Jeffrey. Nice. Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I should have known it was Jeffrey. Nice lounge music, Jeff. Mike, Mike Adams on his situation report this morning said we got 15 days. Well, there you go. And uh, it doesn't appear that they're trying to do anything to make up any shortfall there. Uh, it may be that they know they're going to get killed in this election and they're going to lose that power base right there and they're just going to let the whole thing go to hell before these people can get seated. Is it diesel fuel that they're running out of or the diesel Total. fuel additive? Uh-uh. Diesel fuel. That's all there is left okay. in the country. Uh, well, I mean, that is the way uh, the left generally works, is if they can have their cake and eat it, too, then they make it miserable for everybody. Well, so. it's the Samson. It's the Samson doctrine from Israel. You know, we're going to we got missiles. We'll hit every uh, capital in Europe if you start screwing with us. It's the Samson. What do they call it? The Samson effect or something. Uh, that's their mindset. You know, we're not going to let you beat us. We'll take everybody down. Unfortunately, that's who we're dealing with here. Uh, but, but hey, you hear about the United Nations resolution to tell Israel to give up all its nuclear weapons? Yeah, fat chance. Um, who was trying to say something there a minute ago? Was it Brent or somebody? Samuel. Uh, yeah, what, what's really weird, too, about diesel, it takes less refinement than gas right, to right. produce. And you would think that would be number one lower priced and because it moves everything across this country both diesel locomotives and trucks this is just hey, Sammy, have you seen the price of kerosene it's the first uh first one to refine yeah price of kerosene's yeah. gone through the roof i i when somebody was com- commenting on it yesterday i guess in california or some places in the west coast diesel's nine dollars a gallon if you can get it I noticed at some stations the other day when I went to fill my truck up, uh, there were no diesel pumps there. They they were they were out of um, commission, or they took the green hoses off. Really? Yeah. I have I have something to report about California. Okay. Ella, hey, hello, Ella. That's right. You're a you're a driver out there. What what you got? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, there's still diesel in Sacramento, and it's six thirty nine a gallon. Okay. Well, it may be the next really big uh, pothole that we're going to hit. It's that one right there because it'll just bring the whole country to a stop, period. Hey, Ella, this is Michael. I'm in Sacramento also. Well, there you go. With somebody else. Michael, are you new? No. Uh, no, I'm, I've been here for a while now. Okay, well, good. Uh, I sure feel sorry for you folks in California. Boy, that place is a basket case. Samson option. You meant Samson option. Yeah, that's what I meant, Wahib, the Samson option. That's correct. Hey, any truck drivers that drive diesel, there's a little word up with the uh, shit hits the fan. The uh, All these uh, uh, power poles with the... Uh, uh, Utility poles, they had about five gallons of oil that you can burn in your diesel engine. Okay. Um, that's food for thought. That's, uh, uh, go over that again, Mike. For every truck driver, there's a five-gallon reservoir at no, some poles? No. When, the, 
Well, when Hold it, it, Mike, plan, back, back, gets... Mike, Mike, back off your mic just a little bit. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you're just not over-modulating now. Go ahead. Okay. Um, the new still high in transit. If, if the power goes out, Lisa goes out, and everything shuts down, the, uh, the things on the pole, what do you call them? The, uh, the distribute the power? Transformers. Transformers has about five gallons of oil in it that you can burn in a diesel engine. You just got to change the lines out to the clear fuel lines. Highly toxic. What happens to the transformer when you steal the diesel? That used to be PCBs, and they're very, very nasty. If they still are. I'm going to give you an option. So if you need fuel... Well, for diesel, if you uh, have some diesel left in your tank... You can mix other oils in there, transmission oil, use motor oil. Right. If you filter it out first, you can mix it with your diesel. It really depends on the particular diesel engine that you have on how well that'll work. But um, if you're down well, to that option, you're, you're much better this, off getting I, a, I, a mule. I've got a, book. <laughs> I got a book that shows you survival tips, what to do if you need an engine running during the aren't there a bunch of people that were going around a number of years ago getting used cooking oil and 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 fabricating it to where it'd work in diesel yes. engines? Biofuel. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, and now yeah. they want to charge yeah. you to get it. You used to get it for free. Right. Right. Well it's like fluoride, you know. Well, they took lye off the market. You need lye to convert that oil over to fuel. But you can try just using straight canola oil and see if that'll work for they've, you. They've taken lye off the market, too? Yeah, you can't buy it at the store. You could probably get it through an industrial supply because, you know, that's a bomb-making material. Oh, of course. Oh, I forgot. Um, interesting. Interesting times, folks. Uh, so we got a bunch of stuff in front of us here within the next 30 days that's going to be very defining, it sounds like to me. So what else? Uh, has anybody else got anything they want to bring forward here this morning? Hey, Roger. Well, there's Gary. Hey, Gary. Hey, just to add to your fuel thing, if you have an older carbureted engine, you need to download three plans off the internet to Okay, and hold on. Your reception's not good because of your situation. If you've got an older Damn. carbureted engine, go over that. You can download what off the internet? Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. It's much better. Okay, if you have an older vehicle with a carbureted engine... Download the plans of how to use wood gas. Wood gas has been utilized for years. Wood to run carbureted engines. What what is wood gas? It's where you take wood and you, you cook it to <clears throat> to where it just starts off gassing and you basically use the gas to run your engine. Okay, well that's a new one on me. Basically comes from the soot that would burning wood puts out is a hydrocarbon okay and it will run your vehicle i'll be darned okay well 
uh, necessity being the mother of invention, I guess we're going to see an awful lot of uh, interesting approaches to these problems. If they, if they in fact materialize, which it seems to me they will, uh, the, that plays right into our enemy's hands, and obviously it's manipulated. In fact, what was the comment I heard? All the countries that are supporting Ukraine are all about to run out of diesel. Uh, just New Zealand, Australia, and so on. Yeah. It seems pretty particular. Well, you know, we've all known these these days were coming. I, you know, people that have been in this, like myself, for many years, uh, you didn't know what was coming, but you knew something was coming from these creeps, and uh, we're here. Okay. Roger, if, I, if they cut off diesel and things like that, I, I think the last of the gas is going to be to light the torches and get out the pitchforks. I hope so. I hope so. Especially with them struggling and having to struggle on all these things that they've done that are being exposed right now. All of it. All of it's being exposed. Well, it's such an obvious government um, setup uh, for anybody who's looking at what Biden did as soon as he got in office. Sure. And he denied all that in the debates with Trump. He said oh, he wasn't yeah. going to do any of those things. Trump accused him of them, and he denied them, and then he did them as soon as he got in office. The first day. First day they cut off those big pipelines. So very interesting situation we find ourselves in. I think the unfortunate part about all of it. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, Ken. I'm going to let you talk. Whoever was trying to talk, I'll get you in a second. Go ahead, Ken. Be, be prepared for weather anomalies. That's like what they did to Texas. They can do to any place, anywhere, anytime. Well, I mean, it's it's a foregone conclusion. Their backs are up against the wall. Though they're they're capable of anything right now, anything. Good. Uh, Roger Sales, I left in the chat uh, Joe Embriano, the Fullerton Informer. Check him out. I left his uh, YouTube in the. He's an interesting on that subject of uh, what we're talking about. Joe Embriano. Okay, is this like the f fuel and fuel conversion and stuff? Yes, he talks on that subject. I left it in the chat. It, uh, I put Joe Embriano above. Bulletin Informer, if you check out the uh, chat section. Okay. For anybody on there that's interested in this. Now, so a minute ago, somebody was trying to say something when Ken was talking. Who was that? Oh, this is Efren. I was just going to mention Brazil, what happened with Oh, yeah. The, um, yeah. He, he, uh, they, they pulled another uh, Biden deal in Brazil, evidently, yesterday. They've been chemtrailing the daylights out of California. I have a friend who's on the coast. I'm in about two-thirds across the state, and it's just been heavy, heavy, heavy duty lately. And we supposedly have a storm coming in, but with high winds. So who knows? This is the setup for usually for the whole country. What we see here ends up in the Midwest in a day or two or three. Right. Uh, so... Well, this, I'm glad uh, you brought that up because we got nailed last night. I went out for uh, walking the dog last night just after sunset where there's just still a little bit of orange sky left, but the sun was completely down. Um, and they were just chemtrailing the crap out of the skies here in West Texas. I thought, you know, 
it obviously is, is not for reducing solar stuff because why would you be doing it at nighttime? I yield. Hmm. Um, yeah. If people want to see the particulate matter in the sky, after they chemtrailed your area, just take a really powerful flashlight at night, especially where there's no moon, and shine it up in the heavens. And it's like a searchlight full of all this particulate matter. Yuck. Well, China just better, came yeah. out with the vaccine you can inhale. Yes. Right. You have an infrared camera, like a security camera that works at night. And you look through that and you'll be surprised what you see uh, flowing through the air. And you go outside and take a look and you don't see it. But with that infrared, you see it. Ah, yucko. Hi, Roger. It's Nastasha. No, it isn't. She never yeah, comes around I'm, anymore. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. You sound <laughs> real good. Gonna work. How do you, you. Well, how'd you get, what, what'd you get straightened out? Um, you know, I basically kind of just kept my computer off for a while and restarted it. You rebooted, right? Rebooted a few times. I don't know. I'm keeping my fingers crossed because my computer's so old, my Apple, that I can't like update new versions of Chrome and all that other. Um, and Safari Jitsi doesn't support Safari. So, um, but in what I wanted to state in regards to chemtrails, I, I, I think that people miss an important part. And that is um, when I was traveling cross country multiple times, your farmers are spraying their glyphosate and everything else like at 2 a.m. in the morning um, that, you know, just permeates everywhere. And also, I always make the point of, you know, my neighbors killing me softly with their laundry and dryer sheets. Right. Those things are so heavily chemicalized. Yes. And sometimes I just think, you know, they got you looking up in the air. <laughs> but, you know, people don't look at what they're using mm, and every what their day. neighbors are using yeah. every day, blowing it out in the air. You can't even walk by so many people without smelling their laundry detergent and their dryer sheets. Right. So, you know, there's, there's, you know, I don't know. I just, I think that there's a little bit of, um, of, um, putting some other things into context, you know, where, where we can control, we can control things and, um, and even reduce right. versus what they're spraying in the air. Anyway, but I just want to say, Roger, I'm still busy at the library and working on some things. And so, um, yeah, I'll, I'll fill you in on my uh, real briefly. I'll fill you in through email. All right. So, yeah. Well, Natasha. I even bought some, uh, some trash bags the other day and I opened up the roll and I, fluffed one open you know and it had that god awful damn smell yeah. in those things i was like holy moly can't get a <laughs> you gotta read every label these days you just can't get away yeah, from I, some of this stuff you know i mean the the uh in the plastic that that chemical that leaches through that's destroying uh, men's sperm levels and all the rest of the stuff we're under we're under total 360 degree attack i mean there's just no hey yes all right hold on we got a 
All right, go ahead, Mike. I'll get to question next. Go, Mike. When I used to work at Ventura Thank Foods, you. we dealt with butter and margarine products, and the management used to get pissed off at me because I'd tell them margarine's one molecule away from plastic, and it's poison. That's right. That's right. Mm. Mad. That's true. That's true. You want, you want to t- test that, put margarine on your arm, see if it melts. Uh, margarine was originally designed to fatten turkeys. Uh, it was, yeah, it was used as some sort of a lubricant, I think. Uh, who, was, who was trying to say something? Question, there? yes. Me question. Who's me? What question? Dan and Dan uh, and the Ozark. Okay, Dan. Again, why is it, why is it, no matter what thrift store you go to anywhere, the clothes all have the same exact you know what? of he, whatever that turkey. He is exactly right because I used to, you know, my wife had a very successful consignment store uh, in Atlanta, and I got into the secondary market, and I started the big thrift stores there in the northern part of Atlanta had Monday half price off. Well, their stuff's cheap anyway, you know, but go in there and get a, 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 a designer shirt for a dollar, you know, and it, those stores, every one of them you walk in has that distinct smell. And I was just downtown here in, in Ecuador and I walked past one of those types of stores and, and that same smell came back. That's just in the last couple of days, Dan. So it's funny. You should mention it. Yep. Yep. Weird. It is. It is. Now two or three other people were wanting to comment there on something a minute ago who, Somebody jumped to the forefront. Now nobody wants to comment. Hey, Roger. Sure you, want There's somebody. Bizarre, you want to hear a bizarre, Roger? Is this Danny? Is this our buddy Danny? Uh, yeah, this is this is Danny. Yeah. Just a bizarre, just yeah. a really bizarre uh, rumor I heard yesterday, which you might want to think about, but... Uh, Lady, lady close by, I was talking about at uh, Sunday school class yesterday, and one of the other ladies there is a teacher in the area, and she's telling them that wouldn't believe the new thing they're planning on having them teach to little kids. Oh, and that is to use a litter box. Oh yeah, I've heard, I've heard this. I, I mean, listen, man, they've oh, got, yeah, they've wow. got, they've got the country all the way down to the roots so far askew. Anybody that thinks we're going to bring this back and straighten it out is just a little out there. Okay. They've been working for decades to get us to this situation right here, very surreptitiously, very behind the scenes, very quietly. And now they're all coming to the forefront with crap like this right here, Danny. So. It's a, it, it's a, goes back to the, to the revelations thing. Come out of her, come out of her. The only thing you can do, you can't go in there and fight these wackos. You can't have a logical discussion with them. You can't have any kind of a, uh, a meeting of the minds. All they do is shout and want to kill you and call you names. They won't listen to facts and you can't reason with them. You got to just remove yourselves. Let them fall on their own petard. It's coming. Hey, Roger. Yes. Hi, this is uh, Dan. I had a question about a passport application. Sure, Dan. Let's get back to the meat of things here. Okay, so just background. So I submitted uh, my affidavit cold to the State Department, got my green card back. I already have an existing passport book. Yes. So I'm going to submit a DS-82 renewal 
to get a passport card. Way to do um, it. But I'm just wondering. So I just submit my affidavit. And do I have to add like a cover letter saying, hey, you know, nope, process nope, this as, nope, as but, a national? No, nope, nope, you don't because it says right there in the instructions you can attach documentation including affidavits. It doesn't say anything about cover letters. If you want to, you can. But I don't well, think it's necessary. Well, I just don't necessary. want them um, tearing up my active passport book. No, they won't do that. No, no. See, so, here, here's what's happening legally is when you applied for the passport book, you were in, in another legal personality. You were in your original presumptive legal personality, and now you're going to change that, and you're going to get a card that reflects that change. But should you need to travel internationally, there's no sense in buying a whole nother book okay, to do this because you're getting your ID in a passport card form. But it should you need to travel, unless you just got a bunch of extra cash around, uh, you can travel on that other book how, uh, because you got to have visa stamps. Well, how uh, how long is it good for? Oh, I just renewed uh, my passport book back in 2020. So okay, well then you got you got eight years of that. And if you need to travel, you can use it. And you don't have to expend the cash right now if you don't want to. Right. If and then, you want uh, to, in, you in can. The, you know, it's up to you. Go, but go ahead. Right. No, I was going to say in the, the part where you sign your your signature. It says, uh, I declare under penalty of perjury, I am a citizen or a non-citizen national of the United States. Correct. But So they don't have in there, like, you know, like you were saying, the third status. Nope, they don't. They've, so they're, hiding it. They're, hiding, they're hiding it under citizen of the United States because it's got duality. Right, right. Now, now the, and then, and the uh, new one, and the new one I saw recently and it states it states i swear in penalty perjury i'm a citizen of the united states or a non-citizen national and then they repeat that again and they call it a national they drop non off of it and this is on the latest form one of them i saw recently you know they're they're uh, revising these things i just saw one i was shocked to see that but that's what they did on one i saw recently Okay, so how do you know if they renew it? Is it the OMB control number that you would look to to see if they there was a revision like to the DS-82 or not? Yeah, I guess that's where you'd look is the OMB number. I'm, I, I'm just not sure, honestly, but any of them will work. I've got one from the from 15 years ago here, DS-82, and I imagine I could go make a copy of that and send it in. They'd recognize that, too. I don't think okay. they can not recognize old forms. It's just which ones are current. Okay, and then one other question was on the uh, State Department website where it has that certificate of non-citizen nationality. Yes. It, it mentions in there uh, a non-citizen national is defined as someone from the America Samoa or Swan Island or Swains. the outlying territory. Swain. Swain's Island. Yeah, right. I'm sorry, Swain's Island or the outlying territories. So is outlying, outlying territories, is that defined no, somewhere, you'll never. Else? Well, yeah, I'll tell you where you can go back if you want to trace it down. You can see where they set this up in the Nationality Act of 1940. It's in about okay. the third or the fourth definition there. And I challenge you to read that paragraph and interpret it, that definition. I mean, I read it to Brent one day on the air, and he goes, good God, that's the biggest bunch of crap I've ever heard. <laughs> 
Okay. And that's what they were doing is setting up that with that paragraph and that act and the organic statutes at large to hide the states under that term, outlying territories. Now, Nadine came on here. I've had a couple people this happened to, and they're trying to read through this stuff and understand it and came on and talked about there is no definition of outlying possessions. But outlying possessions are not outlying territories. Right, right, exactly. Okay. These guys are real slick, man. You got to know exactly what you're looking for when you're looking through all that stuff, or they'll get you every time. Okay. So, uh, I guess, uh, all that being said, is there any way to confirm once I get my passport card back? Is there any way to confirm that, yes, my status? FOIA, FOIA to the State Department. I had somebody recently that FOIA'd the passport division. Mm -hmm. FOIA the State Department for your administrative file and be very specific in your request. Any or all documents pertaining to quote-unquote citizenship evidence would be one direct exact statement. And any and all documents related to passport applications and citizenship evidence. That's what I'd okay. ask them for. Okay. But, you know, you heard the story of uh, our our uh, listener, Dave, from Orlando recently. Did you, Dan? Dan? Uh, sorry. Uh, no, sorry. I, I haven't heard. That. Well, he That's... called in one day here just recently. And... Uh, he had the same problem that you and many others have. I want to see this recognized. And so he actually called the passport office, and one of the representatives called him back, as a, a guy, and he was a nice guy. And he goes, oh, oh yeah, you're, you're listed as national. And he pulls up his affidavit. And he goes, wow, this is really good. He said, we don't have any problems uh, processing and filing one page. It's that 20 and 30 page stuff that gets set to the side. That's David Strait's and, and I guess Anna's stuff. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, then he made a comment that was really insightful along exactly your question. And he said, we're getting so many of these that they're having to hold special classes for the personnel to make sure they're processed correctly. I see. That came straight from a passport representative. So, see, you know, it's in the file. They have to put it in there. And and that's why processing a passport uh, with one of these, they got to put it in there. Okay. Right, yeah, because it says right there you can submit. Okay, absolutely. I I think that kind of supersedes – their statement about uh, that you certify your U.S. citizen or non-citizen national. Well, so you're saying they're, they're hiding the um, the U.S. They're hiding, they're hiding the status, man, because they lose right. all control. They've gone to great lengths to hide this. My God, in every area where it would come up, they're they've done a damn good job, man. I got to hand it to them. All right, great. Well, thanks uh, for the info, and then I'll. Put it in, and I'll let you guys know. Okay, great, Dan. Okay. I just want to state that Anna's um, document used as an example that gets submitted into the State Department, it's one page, one small paragraph, um, basically citing the Nationality Act of 1940, the CFR code. It does. It it cites the Nationality Act of 1940? 
the CFR code, you know, giving permanent allegiance. Yes, and I think somebody read, who who, was that the guy on RBN last night that wanted to read that? that? That read, I, a living man, you know, that starts out that way. Uh, but they reference Title VIII, uh, Section 11, uh, 11, 1101, whatever it is. <laughs> but he didn't come out and state anything. He didn't say, I, I want to be a national or anything like that. And, of course, what I explained to him last night, there's two approaches to this. You can either tell them what you are or you can tell them what you're not. Okay, there's only two – well, there's three, but they know you're not an American Samoan. So uh, – uh, you know, let them figure it out. They get paid a lot of money with big pensions to figure things like that out up there. But I now down the line, as I've come to understand this more, I prefer the outright statement now because we saw that on their document that was referenced a minute ago, certificate of non-citizen nationality. They actually, Anna's group actually has two different documents and one is for state citizen, um, and the other is for a national, and it has to do with what they're aiming for in regards to holding a position, um, you know, within the kind of reclaiming, you know, the government that went silent prior to the Civil War. I don't want to misrepresent, but it's very clear the samples that they show on on their website um but there are two different processes that a person can submit and one because i had a pro i have a problem with the nationality act of 1940 i won't give any permanent allegiance to any state (laughs) at all but um and i'm researching that but anyway there's two different options two different filings that they can submit and it's based upon if one wants to be hold a position within their um reactivating you know the and i'm gonna i'm using Are you the talking term. about a government position like running for office or something well not they 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 are seeking to sort of reenact bring back and i'm kind of like I don't I don't want to misrepresent because there's so much misrepresentation and part of it would be due to me misrepresenting them in this moment. But there there you know, there's quote a government that's gone silent prior to the Civil War and um it's it's reestablishing that among the states and there's a federation um part of it as well which is not like the federal government but they um depending upon if you want to be a national or if you want to be a state citizen well, they're the same thing i i i don't want to i'm not defending i'm just stating that there's there's two options and i and i'm not going to say that they're different but it's a matter of participation so I just want to. No, it's a mat. No, it's not a. It's not a thirty-six page document. Okay, all right. Well, good. I'm glad you corrected on that. It's a. It's a ma. It's a. It's a a situation of labels. Okay, and there is no state citizen anywhere in any of the legislation, the statutes, or anything else. They've hidden that, even though it is there and it is the same. 
uh, you got to use their nomenclature. If you're not using their nomenclature, you're not unlocking the key. That's my point. Yeah, and I'll, yeah, but the, it's it's all right. Hold on, Gary. Them. I don't want to misrepresent them, which I very merit. They I may very well have so, but I do know that both documents. They're not 36 pages. Okay, well, that's They're David Straits then. And yeah. I'm glad to see at least she stopped having people submit it to the Secretary of State of the State. And she's concentrating on the on the big guy and the correct guy. Yeah. Gary, what were you trying to say? Well, I can promise you that that wasn't the case for Anna Von Wright two years ago. She's only started doing that since you've started making such an impact. That's probably true, Gary. I know it's true because I studied Anna Von Wright when she first come on the scene. Okay. So, well, it is true. Maybe and she'll her, pick up on. Then, go ahead. Back then, her multiple pages that submitted to the Secretary of the State of the State. Right. So this stuff only come around since you started making headway on this call. I would agree with that. Okay. Well, maybe she'll come around to the feudal system here sometime and get her thinking real straightened out because that'll take away admiralty law and everything else if she understands it okay good deal thank you nastasha um for the clarification and the update so uh who's got something else to bring forward hey roger yes sir hey it's byron oh Uh, hey byron so something from from the guy who I won't mention his name was saying, kind of going on with what she was just saying, is like the state citizen or the citizen national would be somebody that would be running for office. You, and, uh, and I know it. You could, except for Senate. There's some kind of a, a snafu with Senate, and I don't know what it is, but go ahead. Yeah, and I, I just wanted to, to mention that. Um, look, I was looking at the UCC codes to see how they work with Louisiana last week. And first time I've ever like got into it, started looking at it. Very, Louisiana, very law. confusing. The UCC, go ahead. The very first thing I read on the secretary of state's website said that this replaced chattel mortgage laws. And I was like, wow, it's like right there in front of us. Yeah. They're not lying. Nope. And it is uniform. Replaced what? Chattel, more, chattel mortgage laws. Is that what you said, Byron? Correct. Okay. So, yep, we're, we're firmly under the UCC. Hey, Roger. Yeah, hey, Bob. How is everybody today? We're all Halloweened out. How about you? Well, I hadn't even thought about it. I I absolutely forgot what was going on. I walk into the local John Deere dealership, and all four of the gals that worked there were dressed up as, they were dressed up as hippies, you know, tie-dyed shirts and flowery headbands and bleached, the holy blue jeans and all that. And the first one I saw solo, and I just kind of stunned that she dressed that way because she's usually a pretty sharp dresser and finally it occurred to me after a couple of seconds she looks at me and smiles and then i realized oh for god's sake <sighs> and i forgot my costume i felt so underdressed i'm sure hey um i was listening to yesterday's 
uh, Saturday's program, I think, yesterday right. on the replay, and I heard the word Elimo Stenyari come up. And it's funny because I had run into that word a few years back, and I don't remember where or how, but as soon as it came up, I'm thinking, oh, for crying out loud. I do know this word, but I don't know it well enough to come up with it. And so I was doing a little research, and, uh, you know, it has to do with alms or almsgiving. Well, E-L-E-E-M-O, Elimo, if you say that and morph it around a little bit, it can turn into the word alms, A-L-M-S. The original word going way, way back was Elios, E-L-E-O-S, which meant pity or, or mercy. So it morphed into alms through Elimo. And the reason I bring this up is because we often, have you ever heard this said? It's all about the emphasis on the syllable. <laughs> I haven't heard it quite pronounced you, like that, but. That's the whole point, because it's all about the emphasis, emphasis on the syllables, syllables. So this brings me to a word that we have all kind of thought we understood, and I do believe I heard our good friend Harvey Weissong correcting people, but everybody I know in this movement, so to speak, is confident that res ident is just that, the thing identified. It's not. In the etymology, they're working with the words re, again, tidier, to sit. Sitting is not moving, so you're not so you're not traveling through. You're sitting. You're there. You are re-sitting, re-sidier. It's not res ident because it's all about the syllables. We see it as r e s i d e n t, right? And it's actually r e s e i d n t, right? So it would be re-sidient. Well, that's a, a very that's a very good example uh, to me of how. We see things and we impute Absolutely. things into it that aren't real, and then we because run with it. it. And it works, and it's wonderful. I loved it. And then the first time I ran into this was I heard Harvey some on and correct. He said, no, 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 I went to school, and I studied Latin, and it's not right. And I got to looking into it, and it's like, well, I'll be darned. It, it was so obvious that it was right, I didn't even look. Yeah, know, read. Right. Res ident. It, it fits our it fits our mindset. It's like uh, a lead asking a leading question. You know, it's like, uh -huh. oh yeah, I can I can tie down with that. Anyway, just thought that was interesting. And Eliomaginary. Sorry, Ken. Go ahead, Bob. I mean, sorry. No, no. no go ahead. I was just going to say, upon learning that's part of the trap and looking at that word, regardless of how it's pronounced, I see sides. We're residing. I didn't know there were sides. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> another interesting way of looking at it. Yeah. Yeah, leave well, it. Like I say, it just it stunned me when I heard the word iliomestinary come up and the fact that, oh, man, I studied this. I studied this somewhere. What the heck is it? And I believe it was Samuel came up with, you know, almsgiving or charity. And then I got to studying it, and I said, this is, you know, it, it, it's hard to understand where to put the emphasis and the first time i heard somebody we were discussing i think i heard it on a video but somebody said you know it's 
all about the emphasis on the syllables, and I just busted up laughing. Yep. And my girls have heard that a hundred times if they've heard it once because right. I come back to it often. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Anyway. Sounds sounds so just an interesting aside. Right. Okay. Good deal. Uh, yeah, words are funny, aren't they? Boy, are they ever. And Alu. we're governed by them whether we like it or not. Aluminium. Well, you know, what does it say? The, the, <laughs> the Lord spoke the earth into existence, didn't he? It's the first that, technology. Yeah. Language. The term. So there's got to be words, yep. and they got to be important because he spoke the whole thing into it using them. Yep. So anyway, yeah, where's Harvey lately? I just say that and he'll he pop up. Sitting somewhere. Well, he's probably out hustling <laughs> Itera wands. He's out hustling Itera wands. Yeah, there you go. Who's that? Roger John. We finally got here. Oh, hey, John. Well, I'd forgotten <laughs> you were coming today, so I'm glad you made it. Good. Yeah, that's right. Well, I wanted to make sure we got the old uh, Kimmy testimony uh, on this yeah. uh, recording. Well, it's how, how, you know, completely different money. how appropriate. And I'm saying, where's Harvey's probably out uh, hustling Itera wands, and here comes John and Kathy. So it's <laughs> a pretty good segue. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, a, there's a kind of another neat thing. Uh, you know, there's a, huge, a really great conference call going on right now with uh, Noor Rashid, and uh, there's going to be another one tomorrow. So if we can get the link out to everybody, you know they can all join in on this call. Anyway, um, who he's is been it? going over some fantastic stuff. On okay, the I, I'm I don't yeah. I'm not familiar with who he is, and probably the audience isn't either. Who who is uh, who is this guy? He's a guy that's uh, been very much involved since the beginning uh, on development of this program here, uh-huh. and uh, he's uh, he's Singaporean, and he is uh, you know kind of making it his big deal to get out there and promote 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 and teach people how to do this thing well you know when i was in the record business john the warner brothers guys used to have a little button you know every week they all different companies would have something you know but the the warner guys had a button and they said a terrible thing happens if you don't promote nothing (laughs) well that's right that's the fact but we've got a testimony here just like we had uh, the week before that's really spectacular and i just want to tell everybody that you want to get into the telegram channel because we're posting this stuff and and that's why i'm using these things is because they're already posted these people have come out publicly with their situations and uh they're just amazing it's just amazing yeah they are we just heard some fantastic ones the, the, on this conference called too. The stories that are coming back from people using this thing are—I mean, you got to admit they're almost unbelievable. Well, they are. They are unbelievable. I mean, it's an amazing technology. Anyway, let's get through it because I don't want to run out of time here. Okay, um, we got about 40, is, 40 minutes. We ought to be in a good range. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Well, this is about Kimmy. And she says, um, I, let, let me start by saying that I was really, really sick. I've been using the wand for about five weeks. And in 2009, I was injured by a flu shot. It took three years for a diagnosis, which included psoriatic uh, arthritis, fibromyalgia, and lupoid syndrome. I already had asthma, IBS, Renaud's, chronic pain syndrome, and depression. I had some neurological issues for at least six years. I would randomly fall 
uh, with not tripping or any obstacles. I would feel like I had a cell phone on vibrate in my bra, which I would have dizzy spells, brain confusion, and balance issues. These things never lasted very long and went away with no return. Fast forward to this past February, I started feeling funny, ended up being diagnosed with diabetes. Mm. But I knew something else was off. I kept saying, I just don't feel right. I started getting faint, having a lot of dizzy spells, and my chest would hurt. Things started happening very quickly. I then started having internal tremors, external tremors, dizziness with eye movement, speech, problems, both in finding words and speaking them. I had bladder issues, and I would think I was done, but uh, I, much to my surprise, uh, in very regular locations, I wasn't. I was having nerve pain, burning pins and needles, sunnundus. My one leg would spasm, and my other leg would feel dead, and I would drag it behind me. Other times, I would know I was on a flat surface, but it would look like I was climbing stairs. I started having head shakes, like I had Parkinson's. I was having spasms. My head jerked to the side. My arm would fling out. My leg would kick. I cannot regulate my body temperature. I was so tired and was in bed 98% of my day. My brain hurt from tremors and my eyes were closed all the time. I then started having seizures. The condition I, I have is called FND or functional neurological disorder. The quality of life is less than those with MS or Parkinson's. I spent nine days in the hospital in the hallway with no testing done and was sent home with zero answers. While in the hospital, I started posting about my journey. I had a man by the name of John King who said when he returned, he would give, give uh, me uh, a treatment. I was very skeptical to say the least as I have spent tens of thousands of dollars over 12 years trying to heal with no success. But something told me to say yes. The day John came, my brain was very tired. I was having trouble speaking. My head was bobbing and my arms and hands were tremoring very badly. He did a 15 to 20 minute a treatment doing the top of my head, my palms, the soles of my feet, and my spine. And that's just the normal protocol that we tell people to do. This entire time, I'm still thinking of, oh, yeah, sure, I felt nothing, this didn't do a thing. He proceeded to warn my friend, uh, and when all of a sudden I put out my hands and they were still, my head stopped bobbing, and I was speaking normally. I was shocked and elated. We purchased a wand, and John left his wand behind for me as he knew I needed it more than he did. I have not uh, walked with a walker since that first night. My head bob is gone. It never came back. My speech is fine now. That never came back since the first night on the head bob. My bladder and bowel issues are gone. My external tremors are gone. My fatigue is gone, unless I do a lot. Um, I can think and comprehend things. My life has improved so much and in such a short amount of time. So anyway, um, like many who suffer from chronic pain and illness, mental health seems to follow uh, a huge decrease in mental health. The want for it all to end and for the suffering to stop. I mean, we put our pets down when they suffer. I've struggled with mental health and suicidal thoughts most of my adult life. My children and those who love me were the only reason to keep me going. But I must admit that when my, my last health scare happened, I was at my end. I could not see any light at the end of my tunnel. 
no matter how much I love my family, which is unmeasurable, I just did not want to live anymore like this. I was hopeless. My faith in God was diminished more and more every day. Why was he making me suffer so much? I thought I must have done something terribly wrong and somehow deserved it all. I've always been a selfless person, always going that extra mile to help others, but never really got the same in return. Then that morning when I got out of bed on the opposite side for no reason, I never do that. God spoke to me, and for the first time, I think he really heard, I, I really heard him. He told me he was going to heal me. Is that the end? <clears throat> uh, no. Uh, after five weeks of bonding, my mind is clear. I'm no longer anxious. I can think clearly. My depression is no more. I'm joyful, truly joyful. My pain is gone, and I know I'm able to give God my problems and call me know everything in my life will work out. I no longer stress about everything. I can let go and, and release it. Now I'm only focused on healing my body and sharing my healing with anyone who will listen. Because I know as much as it has helped me, it will help everyone. I am finally me again, someone I lost a long time ago. I hope you can all see me shine because my light will never dim again. That's a I mean, just, uh, That's almost a tearjerker right there. Yeah, it is. And then, you know, what's a tearjerker? Her follow-up after that. She had called her parents up one day just sobbing in tears. And they were like, what's wrong? What's wrong? You know, she was outside mowing her lawn. She could actually get outside and start. She was mowing her lawn. She didn't have any kind of life before then. Wow. I thought that was really cool. You know, back into normal activities. Good for her. Do you know, do we know where she is? What part of the country she's in or anything more about her? Well, I think there's more. I, there's actually some videos. You can see her. She tries to walk <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with all the yeah. tremors and everything. She had a bunch, and I think she's becoming um, more vocal. I think she appeared on some other places. I don't know that I got all of that information, but... Uh, it's well, not on you know, Telegram. Well, you know, I got some I got some machines down here last week, finally, and I, I took them to our yeah. lunch last Tuesday, and uh, the doctor that I wanted to... Uh, leave one with one he was up in quito so i didn't i'll try and do that tomorrow <laughs> but uh my chiropractor buddy's getting one uh hopefully right. he'll get his tomorrow Good. but the two people that i i kind of i just said look take this for a week and try it you know and both of them are very interesting one guy is a guy, older guy named bill that's got elderly problems he's had a he was a built computer companies actually in atlanta so he's a nice guy and i'm anxious to get any feedback from him but the other one is the case that i'm really interested in and john and kathy i don't think you guys have heard this i've talked about it on the air uh this is a canadian couple that got down here in june right retired they came from in they had to drive 45 minutes to get to the nearest store up in british columbia and he makes high high end jewelry custom uh, order jewelry for people so he's quite skilled Ooh. and he's a nice guy's name's kent and his wife's name is samantha call her sam and uh so they uh they they come down to retire and their daughter and son who's uh, got all kinds of couple of problems and uh, two two girls well they came down with them not knowing that the problem she's got colitis wouldn't be taken care of by ecuador so they've gone back to canada but uh, kent and sam are here 
uh, the very first day. They remember when we had those protests down here a few months back. Yes. Well, they uh-huh. got they got caught at the airport in the in the protests, and because the protesters cut off the road to the airport, so they they fly in to retire into Ecuador, and they get stuck in the airport with protests. First of all. Secondly, yeah. they finally get out of there, and there's some air, there's some hotels out there, and one of them's a newer year or so Holiday Inn, and so they check into the Holiday Inn, and it's the next day. The, all these flights come in at night, okay, midnight, one, eleven, and so because of the air, and so anyway, they're the next day they're at the Holiday Inn, and he's out walking by the pool, and the pool had that non-slip tile right next to the pool. But where it crossed over into the tile that wasn't non-slip, they didn't have any kind of notification out there. He slips and busts his hip and his right shoulder. Bad. Oh, my God. Okay. And he's down here. He calls Canada. First day in Ecuador now. Okay. He calls Canada, and they go, oh, yeah, we can put you on a hip transplant list. How long's the list? Oh, it would take about three years. So they decide to stay oh, here and try and sue Holiday Inn to get the operations covered. Well, he's been going through all that ever since. And then he goes and gets a hip replacement, and the damn doctor puts the screws in the wrong hole, and his right foot's out at a 45-degree angle, and he can't straighten it. So he has to go in and get re-operated on to straighten that out. And then he wasn't at lunch for about a, a th- several weeks after that, and last week was the first time, and I took a one. I said, boy, this is you're the guy I want to use this, okay? And so, unfortunately, in that situation, I didn't have time to sit down and give him all the instructions. bunch of people, people leaving, all that kind of stuff. But anyway, so I'm anxious to get with both those folks tomorrow and see what kind of results they've had. For the audience, I was talking to my mom Saturday, and uh, she had had some blood work done. She's got a long-time physician, been dealing with all her life. And uh, so she goes in to have him look over the blood work, and she can't drive, of course. So our, our little postal girl, who's become like her daughter, takes her in. And they start telling Dr. Daffin's his name, Dr. Daffin, about the wand. And they said he lit up like a, like a firecracker. He wanted to know. He started questioning him about it and all this stuff. He's kind of oriented uh, alt-wise. He's the one that told my mom, do not take that shot. Okay? And uh, so, anyway, now uh, I've got one going to mom. Uh, I, uh, she'll get it probably Wednesday and uh, or tomorrow. And she's going to take it in and leave it with Dr. Daffin for a couple of weeks and let him play with it. So I uh, got a message back from Bart Flick the other day, and he goes, Yes, it works. Okay. And now what Flick's doing is he's ordered one of those $39 knockoffs from China so he can take that one apart and try and see what's going on with it. And I said, well, it won't work, but you can go ahead and do that. Yeah, it won't. So uh, anyway, that's just some of the... Yeah, some of the personal things that I've uh, come across in the last couple of days. I'm looking forward to lunch tomorrow to talk to these folks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, help that guy. Yeah. <laughs> You're killing Poor me. Poor Kent. And he's, just, he's such a terrible. Uh, he's a real good guy, you know. He's really oriented like we are right to, to the uh-huh. mark, you know. And it's just so sad to see that happen to somebody on their first yeah. day of their retirement in a new country. I know, right? I mean, come on. Oh, you know? my God. What a horror story. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just so that terrible, you I know. Hope, I hope. Okay, so let me tell you something. On this conference call we were just on, uh, he was saying that the Pro that you've got, yeah, there's a cool setting on there, and you can actually use that on metal um, implants. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can use that cool setting. Okay. It's just the heat that e- agitates the metal. Ah, okay. So, so ta- even with a even with a consumer model, you could use the middle setting, right? Should be able to. It's low heat. Nope. If no, he said no heat. No. Uh, yours has a cool. Oh yeah, setting. it's got no. It's got. A, you right. turn that on thing the- on, you'll get cold. Yeah. So, but it's still getting the terahertz. Right. And that's what counts, you know. So, um, if you want to do it over, uh, you know, the the metal. Um, you can. It's just that uh, so they some, tell they tell people with metal implants don't sit in the sun too long either because it, it just gets irritating, and right? Un- uncomfortable. Okay. So the so, uh, the one one of these models we've not talked about is that middle model. Do y'all know anything about it? The semi. I guess you call it the semi. It's got a low heat. Right. There's a low heat and a high heat. That's it. it doesn't have anything else. Okay. Now, we just heard about a gray model. Uh, I guess they're coming out with one above the pro, pro model, too. So we don't know much about it, but uh, we're anxious to hear about it. Can so I make a I'm, I'm not Some Who, who wants to that? say? Somebody wants to ask a question or make a comment. Who's that? Yeah, this is Christina. Hey, Christina. And I want to make, make a comment about you're talking about the metal implants. Um, uh-huh. First of all, First of all, let me ask you, does it matter what kind of metal? No. Okay. And the other question that I've got, actually, it's just letting you guys know something. I have a rod in my back. It goes from the, the top the top of my neck all the way to my tailbone. Oh. Wow. And I have one they of those really got you. ones. Yeah, I have one of those. Well, it saved my life. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have one of those Terra ones, and I have been using it. And I have a sauna, and I sit in my sauna, which is a lot of heat with the infrared lightings in my sauna. I don't have a problem. Huh? So I'm just I'm just making a well, comment. Good, good. For me, I don't That's have a problem, know. and I know that I have stainless steel in me. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, you're, I guess, so consider just, uh, yourself relating lucky. what I heard on the uh, conference on the call. call today. So. Right. And they do advise if you got metal. And that's the thing with Kent. I forgot to tell him that Tuesday when I gave it to him, and I didn't have his contact information. So I was frantically trying to get a hold of Jack to get how to get a hold of him and say, don't use that directly on any of that metal they've stuck in. You use it around the outsides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But drink all the water you can, you know, all day long, the charged water. I've started charging everything that's liquid. Uh, You know, I guess you said last Uh night not to use it on carbonated liquids, but coffee and, uh, you know, water and all that stuff. I'm a big water drinker anyway. Carbonated? is what no yeah uh i don't know i don't i don't i really don't drink beer very much so i don't know i'm sure it is <laughs> a little little energy with their barley pups right 
I wand my well, yeast time, every day. You, you wand your yeast every day, Paul? Yep. And it responds? Uh, absolutely. Oh, that's what you were saying. Yeah, yep. you're, uh, yeah that's right. I, that was a cool little story. Yeah, I, I wand it. They get all excited. They're excited for about a day or two. And then after they settle down, I wand them again, and they kick right back up again. Hmm. Wow. It's funny. Well, that's kind of a boy. If you wanted a, if you wanted an example that this thing works, that's a good one right there. Yeah. Hey, Roger. Yeah. Hey, Gary. Does the cost of that wand go up? No, not, no. We're, we're they've held that, and we need to make that announcement. I'm glad you brought it up, Kathy. Why don't you relate what you did on the RBN show last night? Okay, uh, we were talking to Ricky Brendino, and um, he called the company and had a little chat with them and talked them out of uh, raising the prices. So it's everything's going to stay right where it is right now. For the, for the moment. It's for inevitable. A while. I don't it's know inevitable they're going to have to yeah. raise it along with everything else, but right now that has been delayed. Yeah, so you can get everybody on your Christmas wish list. Uh, the gift of uh, good health here. So that's good to know. Yep. That was really good to know. Yep. Now we're going to bring him on your show. <sighs> okay. Um, either Sunday or Monday. Um, we we haven't pinned it down yet, but uh, he's the one that brought in uh, John Scavola. Oh, all right. He's John's sponsor. So, okay. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And you see him well, what? on recordings. Have you all had a chance to talk to Scavola since he got back from Dubai and that trip over there? I think he's still gone. Oh, okay. Yeah, we yeah. haven't heard from him. Yeah, well, I can understand that. <laughs> he's riding his camel. Yeah, boy, wait. At the Oasis. Hey, hey, wait till he gets home. You know, the old saying, it takes two weeks mm-hmm. to catch up for every week you're gone. Wait till he gets home. Mm-hmm. Oh my! Yeah, he's probably backed up like crazy. You have to put. But his he's got a lot of good down. help. So yeah, well, good for him. When he gets back, you'll have to ask him if he got tired of singing his camel to bed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try to get him on here as soon as possible. So with the question, how do, how do how do dates how do dates react to the Itera? Not male female dates or male male whatever it is these days, but <laughs> dates like in that part of the world. Bad joke. Uh, so, anybody else got any questions or comments on the Itera? Well, I it's was a, just hearing about a, a lady that um, has an autistic child, and um, she started wanting this little child, and um, he started stopped fidgeting and he was getting uh, better grades in school and uh, he was actually looking her in the eye when she was talking to him like he's his brain fog is going away you know? be, man if this so, thing could have an effect on things like autism or the after effects of this jab in some respect good lord of mercy with this hell they they'd outlaw the damn thing well, what we're going to do is we're going to put this conference call in our Telegram group, 
and uh, I, I recommend everybody listen to it. We're going to clean it up, but try to clean it up a little bit first. Uh, okay. But by the end of the day, we'll probably have it up there. All right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This thing is very long. I'm not sure s- we're going to be able to oh, move hold it. On. We might have to do some serious editing on there to be able to get it to fit. You've got to be. Those recordings off. Yeah. Has it got to be EQ'd and stuff? I mean, I'm certainly not using bad language. No, no. On what there. I'm talking about primarily is the size of the file. Oh, okay. The video file because right. I, I did it with a, a video, and uh, the, uh, you can only move so many, you know, terabytes of, of uh, data. Right. Uh, with that thing. Right. And um, that's that's the one problem. I'm thinking it's going to be almost. Uh, Two, gear, two terabytes. Holy smokes! Isn't there isn't there some Maybe link? Maybe we'll have to isn't get there, it in a part one, part two. Isn't there a link? Somebody don't they have it on the web somewhere where somebody can access it? No, he doesn't record his Zoom meetings. Okay, all right. But, well, uh, do the best he, he you can. The reason is because it's you know people if it's two and a half hours they're not going to listen to the whole thing. So why bother? Right. Oh, but, this is good you, though. We uh, that two hours flew by like nothing flat. Okay. Uh, hey, so there was somebody trying to say something. Who's okay. that? Hi, Roger. He this was going Shane. into Hold a lot on. of the technical stuff. Oops, sorry about that. Okay. But your doctor friend would like. Okay. Uh, who Now, who was trying to get in there? Hi, Roger. This is Shay from Washington. Um, I haven't actually spoke with you before, but I've been following for a long time. But I have a question. Um, I'm a hairstylist, and one of my clients was telling me the other day that her granddaughter, two years old, has a brain tumor, a oh. brain cancerous brain tumor, and I'm, I was like, I got to tell you about this, but I'm wondering if there's been any um, testimonies on on that kind of thing. I don't know. Did the, my question be? Did the child get the jab? You know, I should have asked. I didn't. I don't think so. Um, I, I I should have asked. I don't know, mm-hmm. but um, it's. I guess it's possible, but I just really felt that it was something that would probably help. I, I mean, and certainly worth. Uh, trying, but I didn't know if there hadn't heard of any testimonies. Well, I don't know that I have either. I've got a friend with a okay, go ahead, brain Kathy. tumor, too. Uh, my friend has a brain tumor, and um, so I've been wanting to get one of these in front of her. Um, she oh, can't write a Harley no more. Okay, she's not <laughs> using it at the time. So, no, not yet. Yeah. Uh, but they just said on this conference that um, if you stick the wand so it's blowing up your nose, um, it resets all your neurological somehow in there. And there's the smallest, the smallest capillary in your body is in your brain. What's that? I need that. <laughs> <laughs> the smallest well, capillaries uh, in your body are in your brain. Yeah, in your brain. I can believe that. So, um, it, but it, you know, it's it's clearing all that stuff out. So, I don't see why it wouldn't help. Sure, well, it's not going to hurt. You know, and as as you get into this and start using it, I realize that there's targeted situations for people, and then there's the overall general part of this of drinking the water, the whole protocol. Doing uh-huh. and I do it. I've I've gotten trying to get in the habit of doing it every mo- couple of times a day on the chakras. You know, not for long, thirty mm-hmm. seconds a minute uh, on each point, maybe a little longer if I've got the time. But uh, uh, for the whole complete body care is drinking the water, doing the chakras, and targeting whatever particular problem you might have. Oh, great! Yeah. What am I, what am I? 
I just leave mine plugged into the wall, and every time I walk by it, if I have a free second, I'm working on some. Right. <laughs> right. Well, hey, what, what about a headache? Uh, yeah, we, I've taken away my headaches, like, all the time. If I get a headache anymore, I just go grab the wand, and it's gone, because it's opening up those capillaries and getting things flowing again, you know. Cool. Kathy. Uh, okay, great. Kathy. Caffeine okay. or Kathy? No, Kathy and John. I was oh. gonna. Um, I got on a call with you guys uh, like a week ago, week and a half ago, about my daughter's ankle, and you gave me some okay. ideas. Um, and uh-huh. you, t- I asked you about the wand using it in the back of your um, neck and your shoulders, and you told me that it was it shouldn't make me lose sleep it it should relax me and it did so i just wanted to share that um that it did work yeah that um there's a vega nerve right behind your ear from your ear to your oh the um what is that the occiput and uh if you just run it from the middle of your neck to about your earlobe is where the vega nerve is starts that's where it goes down behind your that's where my problem is from an automobile accident when I was in my 20s. My occiput and atlas are counter-rotated. Yeah. Well, you better so, hit, hit it with so the Kathy wand for said quite that, a while. Yeah, Kathy said that you can use it at night um, and just the back of your neck and your shoulders, yeah. and it, may, it relaxes you and it helps you sleep. Well, you know, Kathy and John, I ran yeah, into I Jim. It all over. I ran into Jim Murphy. He made it to lunch last week for the audience who doesn't know this. One of oh. John and Glenn's original students uh, uh, is here in Ecuador. Mm-hmm. I've known him for many years, and uh, he's into this. He's a multi-level junkie, and uh, he was saying he's got ear hearing problems, and he was saying that he runs it up his nostril and on his ears and stuff, and has a good night's sleep. I had an experience with it early where I used it on my cranium area and I didn't sleep well that night. But so I've ceased doing that later in the evening, but I still use it in the head area, you know, my eyes and whatnot. But uh he said it made him sleep like a baby, so it may just be an individual reaction to this, quite frankly. That that peroxide worked it perfectly for the ear infection the ear. Oh, did it? Did it take care yeah. of you, Wahim? Yeah, a bunch of nasty stuff came out <laughs> well, of my that's, ear. That's what my mama used to do to me when I was young. That's the reason you got that tip, so I'm glad it worked. Yes, sir. Peroxide yeah. is is, I get, uh, is a wonderful uh, 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 liquid. I mean, that stuff's just good for all kinds of stuff, yes, and it's it nothing but, but double oxygen. But you want to get the food grade. Well, yes, yeah. yes. Um, I get... I get the food grade and uh, dilute it myself. Right. And it doesn't have all the junk in it, the fillers. Yeah, that probably. You get off the drugstore. So. Boy, don't get that stuff on your fingers. You They'll turn. Ingest, uh, your fingers will turn white. Right. You really have to dilute it. Be careful it. with it. Yep. Well, you can get food grade. Wait a minute. Well, you can get food grade on all the different different levels. It's just when you get into the 35% and 16% grades mm-hmm. that it. Uh, Will, will, will make your fingers turn a little bit white and sting, especially the 35%. You don't yes, want to get sir. that stuff on enjoy it. John gets his pre-mix. Yeah. I just get a gallon yeah. of it and mix it myself. Right. I don't know. I have the, the straight 35%. 
the stuff that I sent to you was um, was oh. a, a reduced. It was food grade, but it was only three percent. Because I know you can't see and do all that stuff. Yeah, so. right. But I still like to put it in my baths and stuff. If, you know, yeah, of course. Eat in it. Yeah. Good for everything. You, you're not going to be able to mix the 35% and, and reduce it. Well, no, Kathy no I'd have to have Because of your challenges. <laughs> so right. uh, anybody right. else got a question or a comment? Yes, please. Yes, please. Hi, please. John and Kathy, uh, for people who might have metal in crowns in their teeth or in their mouth, can the terahertz wand be... Uh, Wanted like on the cheek, like where, which is the outside. You can of use the it on the cool setting. Use it on that cool setting. The middle. Then you shouldn't have any problem. You're right. The, it's number the two. Setting. Item number yeah. two. Middle setting. Yeah. I use it that way. I do that. I do it all the time. It doesn't bother. Doesn't bother mine I, anyway, as far as I know. I like that setting on the consumer model, and they don't have one like that on that pro model. It, the, even the lowest heat on the lowest speed is almost a little too warm, and I kind of miss that middle setting because I could take that and put it right up to my eyelid, and I can't do that with the lowest heat setting on the Pro model. But you can do the cool. I can do the cool. You can correct. Turn off the heat. Yes, and put on, on a, and put on yeah. a sweater because it makes you cold. But I like the heat. Yeah. I like the heat. Yeah. Well, the heat helps it, you know, in that in that email I got from Bart Flick, Dr. Bart Flick, he was talking about in all of his high-end research that somebody had turned him on, some other big researcher had turned him on to the fact that the heat and the frequency complement each other. Yeah, yeah, he did. I remember you sent me a copy of that. So... Obviously, that's another little secret they've tapped into here with the development of this thing. You know, they went to great lengths at the beginning of the thing, reading a, a disclaimer that uh, medical issues really are not our bailiwick, that you kind of have to contact the doctors and, you know, make sure that you're, you're clearance from them, that, you know, you're not going to hurt yourself by blowing this wand on you. Uh, in fact, I think if you take it down to the doc's office with you and say you've been using this thing and it seems to be doing some good, he just might say, well, if it feels good, do it. Well, he also might say, sign me up. I want to present this to my customer base. Well, he might, but he also might just, like a lot of them do, they just kind of laugh it off and says, you know, that ain't right. anything. Right, right, of course. Well, you vitamins. Get, yeah. Don't take those things. Right, right. but there are, uh, there, there, pardon me? Hey, uh, this is Hey, this is Baron. How y'all? Hey, Baron. We're good. Good. How are you doing? Red. red hey, I'm good. I, yes, that's me. Uh, I did the. Uh, I'm trying to get the email from you guys uh, on the off the website, and uh, for some reason I'm not finding the email in my spam or my trash or my inbox. Cause I, I want to start trying to sell the uh, one. Okay. okay, John, uh, can you send him another copy? Yeah, but we got to figure out where it's going. Uh, I've sent them, and uh, I got a different email address? Uh, no, I don't, but I can give you shoot a call. Send, I've got shoot us an email at uh, well, wait a minute. Let me make a suggestion. Hold on. 
this is free. Go go to go to mail.com and sign up for a free email address because we know we can get it through mail.com without any problem. Mail.com. Copy that. Okay. Copy. Yeah. And then uh, and just shoot us a uh, shoot us an email to uh, town crier. That's town crier c r y r at usa.com and um, okay we'll get you we'll get you fixed up thank you you're welcome baron you betcha good to hear you yeah i have no one was that brent oh dan, oh, dan. okay what what what, what just speak right in the microphone but dan please i said i'm the wanderer i get around Okay. <laughs> Sounds like that. Com- Ouch! That commercial version would be good for chilling some wine. You're either a wanderer or a beach boy. All right. <laughs> I get around. around. I get yeah, it's kind of two different songs. Oh yeah, I get around, round. I get around. <laughs> no wanderer. I knew you'd get it eventually. I thought the one I saw the other day, I wish we I wish we could leave California now. <laughs> well, I wish they were all California girls. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah, they're welcome in Missouri. <laughs> well, there's a bunch of them moving there, Dan, <laughs> including Ella from our board here. That's right. I hope, yep, Ella's coming to town. Yep. That's right. So are you in the spring? Is there a place you is a, are you close to a place called Somerville? Is there a town I don't know the name. No. Okay. I don't know it. Nope. Okay. Just curious. Stockton um, Lake. Big uh, lake on the map. All right. We got you. Uh good fishing. Y'all y'all come on down Yum yum. Uh so uh, who else has got a comment or a question here as we run up to towards the end of the program? Now's your How do time. they get more information? Well, they can go over to the Matrix Docs, D-O-C-S dot com, and right there on the top right, Paul's put a whole section. There's got a bunch of information in it. An interview with John Scavola, uh, a, the link to the um, uh, Telegram channel, uh, instructions on the marketing uh, process. If you want to click on that link and order one, or just get more information, and uh, that's where you'd go. And if you need hey, any help at all, give us a call. Yeah, we're a bunch of people wanting to help you. Yeah, who was, hey, Roger? Uh, that was Anthony. Hey, Anthony. How are we doing? Good. Yourself? Excellent. Um, at present, we have 4,300-plus people on the TikTok channel. Holy smoke, and you're growing. Te- yeah, we're going crazy, and we're teaching about the affidavit and what is a person. Good for you, Anthony. Uh, Anthony, what is your TikTok channel? What's the what's the TikTok channel, Anthony? I'll put it in the chat. Okay, I'll put it in the chat. Okay, thank you. Ooh. And and Merle put it in Chitango so everybody can access it. Okay, yeah. who else? Cool. Listen, uh, we gotta kind of cut this short and get over because we gotta get over to Jim's. Yep, yep, yep. Well, you got a couple of minutes left, but that's all right if you want to leave a little early. 
Oh, okay. I didn't. I don't know. Uh, we should just that before you run off, just mention that these guys are not a one-trick pony. That this Itera wand's not all they've got. Now I got because of you guys and your contributions, they sent me a little free medallion thing, which I took me a couple of days to figure out how to use. But it it appears to be really neat now that I know how to use it. And they've got this other seven waters thing uh, that John and say is available now if you wanted to get one. And uh, that just tells me they got other cutting-edge technologies that are working on. They're going to incorporate this into this line. So it's not like you're out there as a one-trick pony. And I think that's – I believe we got something very viable here for the future, folks, honestly. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, tomorrow morning, they're doing another conference call, and they're going to go over the ionic shield and water bottle and the um, the, the foot thing. Oh, that's <laughs> right. See, there's another thing I didn't even know about, the foot thing, until last night. So there's another product yeah, they're adding yeah. in. Tell, real briefly, tell them about that, Kathy. No, John has to do that because he actually saw it and stuff. Out okay. Oh, you were in Vegas. John, give us a quick rundown on that, and then you guys can split. <clears throat> well, it's uh, it's called the Itera foot, and it uh, it's a little unit that sits sits on the floor, and you just put your feet in it and turn it on, and it's like uh, being in a sauna. That's the way that's the way people described it. They said, you know, after a few minutes, uh, they began to sweat, they began to feel like they were in a sauna. Really, pulling all the toxins out and stuff. Yeah, cool. Yeah. It's no it's, no uh, water uh, involved. All two terahertz uh, uh, Somebody was saying something right What's there. That? How about? Well, how much does it cost? I want one. I don't These, know. Uh, I think they're going to be a little uh, higher end, um, but we'll get all that information tomorrow and yep. and get it back to you. Okay, good, good. We'll look all forward right. to that. And we'll have a we'll have we'll put that video if we can get. The conference call tomorrow, uh, we'll put that on Telegram, too. Okay. We yeah. might have to bust them down into a few parts. Right. Well, you guys are always welcome to pop back it. into the show anytime, you know. So if you oh, got updates you. or something important or whatever, we don't want to have to wait till next week. Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. If you want an iTerra foot, just push the iTerra wand hard, save up your bonus bucks, and get you one. There you go. Yeah. Roger, you got you got enough to get one now, Roger. Do I? So we're waiting for it to come out. We'll send you one if you want. Okay. Who was trying to say What's something that? there? Yeah. Can I borrow it? Yeah, if you want to come to Ecuador. I do want to come to Ecuador. Okay, every- yeah, a lot of people, an awful lot of, an awful, an awful lot of people are wanting to come to Ecuador these days. Roger. Yes. Hey, Roger. Yep. Quick. Who's the female? Who's the female? All right. Who's, who's the female? Quick. Joan. Joan in Costa Rica. Um, Roger, when you had your person, delivery person, a uh, mule type person, right. uh, deliver your uh, wands. Right. Uh, I took care like a week or two ago. Yes. And, and did he? Do you know if he if he if he put those on the plane in under the plane in baggage? Yes. 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 Yeah. No. In baggage. In baggage. Because that's how they bring all this stuff down here for people. They got okay. quite a little business going. Yeah. Okay. Great. 
I mean, it cost me a hundred and hundred and forty dollars to get those wands down here. Wow. Okay. Roger. Yes. I have a question from Mirka. Okay. She wants to know. She's she's in line right now, which is why she's asking me to ask. What I say about putting the affidavit at post office for passport so it's simple for me today, and she's waiting in line you, right you, now. All you do is just conclude it with the package. If they give you any problem, point the warning box over there in the instructions. I don't. She shouldn't have any problem. Okay. okay. Well, we got a Thank problem in that the show's over. You guys got to go. John and Kathy, thanks. I'll, uh, we'll talk okay, to you soon. Thank Bye. you. All right. Ciao, ciao. Have a lovely week. Yep. Right. I hope so. All right. For happy, happy Halloween. Yeah, me too. Don't. Who, you, who do you trick or treat on the top of a mountain in Colorado? Yes. Um, was, there, was there a lady. Was there a lady just on there that said she was in Costa Rica? I think so. Yeah, Joan. Yes. Yep. Joan? Yes. Buenos dias. Buenos. Well, I, I've made friends with with an Amazon service representative that lives in Costa Rica by the name of David. Okay. And maybe I can maybe I can maybe I can connect you to um sometime when we're not taking up the program time here i got a new i got so, a new guy that's uh down there too joan named charlie but i don't know where he is in cr okay all right Great. we can right. we can swap we can swap email addresses through roger or through paul or something yeah. that What's would work name? yeah What's well, your name? my name this is dan in the ozarks okay yep i feel like a dating Thank you i feel like a dating service sometimes <laughs> So wand me, wand me, baby, wand me. Don't put put it yeah. on put it on high heat. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're gonna get off there the server go. here in just a Watch short out, two shakes of a lamb's tail.